0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to E2T, Explore, Experience, Thrive, Be, Adventure. I'm Marcy Nald, and on this podcast, we talk about going after our dreams, facing our fears, living our lives as if it was one magnificent adventure, whether that is enjoying great food, being around people that lift you up, going after sports, being an entrepreneur, whatever it is for you. All that matters is that you remember that you have one life, one body, one playground on earth, and it's meant to be an adventure. Today, I am talking about fear, and I know I talk about this quite a bit, but fear is the number one reason that most people stay in situations where they're not happy, or they don't go after their dreams. Or they're afraid to step out of their comfort zone. And I've been learning so much about fear in the last couple of years of my life. And I wanted to share a story today about four millionaires and about facing my fear, having it happen, and realizing that it can be the greatest gift ever when your fears do come true. And I know that sounds crazy. I mean, come on, when we have our nightmares at night and we wake up and our heart is pounding, we're not thinking, oh, please let me have this happen in my life so that I can face it and move on, right? But just stick with me for a moment and I will explain. So back in 2015, I believe, I was in the Dominican Republic And I had been traveling with my salsa group, and we were, had just dispersed, and I was alone on a beach in the northern part of the Dominican. And I went down for dinner, and there were four men in the restaurant, and I was the only one else, the only other person there. And they invited me to come and join them, and I did. We were all sitting, having mojitos or tequila, and I listened to their conversations. All four of them had come in to surf the perfect wave. Two hurricanes had hit the area recently, and it had caused this massive wave. Now, I have talked about this story before, but I think it is so important to listen to the key facts that came out of what these men said to one another. Now, as the four of them were sitting them there, one was saying... He was developing real estate just across the street, and he had signed a check for $500,000, and it was just the beginning of the down payment. $500,000 of his own money. And he's like, I don't know. I've got buyer's remorse. I'm not sure about this one. I'm really not sure about this one. And the other three guys are laughing, and they're saying, are you ever sure? Do you ever know how it's going to work out? But right now, your brain is, like, messing with you, dude. Of course you're afraid. It's the beginning. You're thinking about all the things that are going to go wrong, but you've been here before. And the other guy says, do you remember how hard it was to make your first million? The third guy is just like, oh, please. It took me 10 years. I went broke three times. I had nothing. I never thought it was going to happen. And the fourth guy, the one who had flown in on his private jet. Just to stay up all night, drink, and go surf the perfect wave. To get back on a plane to go back to the United States. had lose my first million? <laughs> More like ten. He's like, I put all I had into this development. I was going to make so much money. And then the bottom fell out. For years. I couldn't do anything about it. I had to just sit there with the collectors calling me. I had to sit there wondering what I was going to do. He's like, it was so bad the banks didn't even want the land back. I couldn't even get it back to the damn bank. And there was my $10 million just sitting there, gone. He was the one that came in on the private jet. He was the one that after so many years succeeded the biggest. And as I sat there listening to these men, I was at the beginning of my business. I had just spent a year or two, actually so it must have been 2016, selling my home in California, moving to Massachusetts, using the money from the profits. I went from a secure life of owning my home outright, of having barely Anything that I had to pay in bills. I didn't even have a car payment. To come to Boston, to not have a place to live, to spending $17,000 in just a few short months, more money than I had ever spent, unless I was buying real estate, and going after this dream of building this event where people could come and try out all their dreams and overcome their fear. And I worked so hard for so many months. And I lost all of it. Because of the winter from hell, not knowing what I was doing. I felt like such a failure. And I gave up. I walked away. And then the next opportunity came. And this time I wasn't going to take any risks. This was other people's risks. They wanted to be with me in it. And at the end of the day, after I'd met these men, after I'd seen their success, I went after my dream and I failed even bigger. I was left with so much debt, it would crush me every single night. And I listened to that story nonstop. I was like, I gotta survive, I gotta survive, I gotta get out of this. And you have to understand I grew up in a home that was poor. I grew up with my parents under so much credit card debt that they were constantly refinancing and trying to get out. They both went bankrupt. There wasn't a person in my life by the time I was in my mid-20s that hadn't gone bankrupt from credit card debt. I saw everybody and it was literally my worst fear to ever have any debt whatsoever. It's why I would work to buy my homes outright. It's why I would work to buy a car outright and not get the one that I necessarily desired. 101 dreams, not one part of it, not one part was ever on credit. I lived with such a fear of being in debt. I would never take that risk. But now I had a company. Now I had a situation from taking a risk that caused me to face my biggest fear. And for years, years after the event happened, it's been two years now, I hadn't been able to dig out of it. I sit there, I pay it. I pay the minimums. And for the longest time, it was like, oh my God, I'm the worst failure. This is horrible. And then it started to dawn on me that my worst fear had come true. And yet, I was still enjoying life. I was still living it to the max. Because most of the max of my life and the things I enjoy don't even really cost it that much. So, here I am, thinking, but I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid I won't get out of it. I'm so afraid I won't succeed. And in being in this place of my letting go experiment, suddenly I'm not coming from that fear. Now, recently... I got back into whitewater kayaking and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know this because my summer has been filled with whitewater kayaking and I have been the leader. I have been the one taking people down rivers. I've been teaching my niece. I've been doing rapids like it's no big deal because years ago when I got rocked. And I wouldn't stay in the sport because I thought I sucked at it. Because all I could think about was the fear of being pinned again. Of hitting my head on a rock again. Of swimming in a rapid with lots and lots of boulders in front of kayakers that were better than me. I told that story so many times. It became who I was as a kayaker. And I was just proud that I got back in the river, right? But now I'm getting bored. I can run the rivers. I'm running with my eyes closed. And he knew I was ready for more. So the day I decide to go for more, it was like the universe was like, hey, you know that big fear you have of paddling with guys that you don't know through a rocky rapid? And they're so much better than you. Here you go. Face that fear. And the first time through that rabbit, I kicked butt. I did an awesome job. And then the second time, my worst fear, the story I had told myself that caused me to get out of kayaking, came true. And I got knocked over in a low rapid with low water. I tried to set up to roll, no big deal, to get back up and my paddle caught in a rock. I got flipped back over, and as I tried to set up, I realized I couldn't get around because the water was too shallow. Something that had happened years before. My head is hitting against a rock. There's that story again. And I've got to pull my skirt somehow, and I've got to swim in front of these guys. All the fears. And guess what? It wasn't that big of a deal. Sure, I'm still thinking about it next time I go and run a rapid with them. When our worst fears come true, suddenly we realize that thinking about them for years, worrying about them for so long, is a thousand times worse than actually being in them. The other day, we're looking down at this rapid. We're scouting it, as they say, deciding on our lines. And all anybody can think about is all the stuff that's going to go wrong. And we're like, you know what? We need to just stop this, get in the boat, and run it. Because you have no idea what is actually going to happen once you get in. There's no way to predict it. Sure, you can see I'm going to try to do this, but you may not be able to. And it is the same with everything in our lives. We cannot predict if the person that we love is going to love us back for the rest of our lives. We cannot predict if we're going to get sick or if we're going to stay healthy, but we can choose the things that make us healthier. We cannot predict if a business will succeed when we want to go after it. But as they say, the only way to find out is to get in there and to do it, and to go after it, and to not allow the fear of the unknown or what that nightmare is in our head to allow it to keep us in survival mode and staying safe. Because life is not meant to be safe. It is not meant to be survived. It is meant to be explored and expanded in whatever way is right for you. That doesn't mean you have to start a business. That doesn't mean you have to go out and whitewater kayak. But it does mean you might need to write the first words on a page and go over and over and over it and find out you suck and then learn to be better. It might mean opening your heart up to someone that you love that may not love you back. And be okay with it. It might mean going after a huge dream, and in the end, you don't get it, but you had the journey in the process. And when you explore just for the experiences, you allow yourself to thrive because no matter what, you will learn you will grow, but if you stay in safety, in a place where you're not happy, dousing your desires, pushing them down so deep, I can guarantee you will live within that fear in a life in a box where you can never be free. If you are ready to start your journey, to become more confident, to fall so madly in love with yourself, go and start the three day Confidence and self-love experience at mercyknoll.com. Join our tribe, join our growing community of people that are going out there and saying one life, one body, one playground earth. I will be adventure. I will explore, I will experience, and I will thrive. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it, comment below, and let's build a world where we're okay with fear, we're okay with failure, we're okay with mistakes, because they lead to the greatest success.